Welcome to the Move 100 Halifax Morning Podcast. Here are your hosts, Aaron Hopkins and Peter Harrison. Today on the podcast, we are revealing secrets in Prince Harry's autobiography that didn't make headlines and they are wild. Wild and he's just like us, we guarantee. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, why rounding up to the next dollar at the gas pumps is never a good idea, right, Aaron? Yeah, I thought everybody did this. A lot of people do. Hmm. We're also going to tell you about Matea Roach's exciting new Jeopardy spinoff. And right now, your $1,000 Minute Advantage. This will be for Friday, January 13th, $1,000 Minute at 8. The answer to question number 10 is Game of Thrones. Wake up! Starting your day with Halifax's favorite morning duo. Drinking nice coffee. Aaron and Peter. They're funny. They're hilarious. On Move 100. Today's Best Variety, Move 100. Good morning. It is Aaron and Peter. It's Thursday. Wow. (laughs) This week's flying by. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Not for you? Um, I think I've woken up every morning thinking, okay, it's Saturday. Oh, that's the worst feeling in the world. Momentarily. And then, no, is it? Never mind. Is it? No, it's not. Okay. Got to get out of my nice, warm, Mm -hmm. cozy bed. (laughs) Uh, It is another cold morning. Oh, wow, it is, isn't it? I'm over it. We need the the mild weather back. Uh, (laughs) Honestly, I'm excited for this weekend. Okay, so I'm seeing minus nine right now, but I mean, it was minus 13 driving in. Yeah, my dash said minus 12. Yeah. So somebody's lying to us, okay? <laughs> yeah, they're lying to us. Uh, this weekend, though, it is looking a little bit uh, wet, rainy, uh, but t- 10 degrees tomorrow. So mm. we're going to get back up into double digits, which is nice. Seven degrees Saturday, three degrees Sunday. It's better than what does it feel like right now? Um, feels like minus nine. Min- oh, that's what Again, someone may be lying to us, oh. but... No windshield at all at the moment. I'm surprised. Well, all right, that's good. It's going to warm up uh, a little bit this weekend. Today's also um, National Stick to Your New Year's Resolutions Day. Yeah. Because we're, you know, almost halfway through January. Kind of at the point where people start to break their New Year's resolutions. Mm-hmm. Have you? Oh, I've broken them. You but have? I mean, Well, I mean, yeah, like, <laughs> mm. it's, a, it's a matter of... I. I haven't said, oh, to hell with it. Right. You know, I have worked out. I have watched what I've eaten, but I've also eaten too much and not worked out enough. Yeah, so. well, that's a, it's all about balance. It's fine. Balance. That's balance. what I'm looking for. There you go. <laughs> and what the fact. Every once in a while, you come across a fact that, that goes, that you just think, no, this can't possibly be true. And so you got to look for at least another couple of sources other than the one that showed it to you the first time. <laughs> when you think about Segregated schools, serious topic. Segregated schools, you think about uh, U.S. in the 60s and the fight to desegregate schools. Mm -hmm. The last racially segregated school in Canada was in Nova Scotia and closed in 1983. Oh, that seems way too late. In Guysboro County. 83? 1983. Oh, my. Okay, I'll just... Leave that with you, and if you want to do your own research on that, go go right ahead. But um, that I just saw that this morning and thought, that's wild. Yeah. We're talking about uh, cold this morning. If it, it feels colder than what it's telling us is minus 9. Mm-hmm. Dashboard of my car said minus 13 on the way in, yeah. and it might feel as cold as minus 17 today. Okay, so saying all of that and the fact that actually Nova Scotia is one of the mildest provinces in the country... The coldest temperature ever recorded in Nova Scotia was minus 41. January 31st, 1920, 
minus 41 uh, recorded in Stuya. It's, that's awful. <laughs> if that'll make you cry, don't cry in space. Your tears will not fall because, of course, there is no gravity. Oh, yeah. So they just kind of stay up around your eyes. You until like you swat them away until you swat head. them away till you wipe them away and even if you swat them away they're just kind of you don't get the satisfaction they just slow motion gosh when you're crying <laughs> the last thing you want to deal with is swatting your tears away from your <laughs> right view so uh, hopefully no one in space um, ever has to cry but if they do they'll just stay in their eyes mm-hmm. and uh finally what the fact elephants are afraid of bees and if elephants are afraid of bees I think there's no good reason why we shouldn't be afraid of bees. Yeah, I'm too. terrified. <laughs> I'm getting better with bees because bees, are, bees fine. are great. But ele- oh, that's cute though yeah. that they're scared. Well, I mean, they kind of, I guess, probably leap or lump bees in with everything else. Let's say they're they're afraid of wasps. Yeah. And hornets. And <laughs> they're just like us. They're just like us. I feel like if I get stung, like mm. I've never been stung in my life, which is wild. I, I mean, know. Who hasn't been stung? Especially when I'm the one that's screaming and flailing my arms around right. when there's wasps around. I'm not, I'm the opposite of chill. I feel like if I get stung, then my fear will go away. Oh. Like I need to force myself to get stung. It's just, it's the anticipation of not knowing what to expect. Yeah. That scares me. Yeah. So if it just were to happen, then I would know what it feels like and I'm sure I would be fine. I can, I think the real fear of being stung is that. You get stung, you realize right away, and I've been stung many times, mm-hmm. you you realize right away, oh, shoot, I've been stung. Is there more than one? Is oh. there, have I just disturbed literally a hornet's nest? Like you made, and then they're mad, and, the, and that then they're mad, dead. And you start, you know, kind of running around, or, you know, if you're super cool, you just say, eh, just get stung. But if a believer like me, you just start kind of running away and looking at the same time. Oh. To see whether you're being followed by a, a herd. Yeah. I wonder if, too, I feel like I might be a little traumatized from my girl. Like, I feel like oh, I was God. quite young when I watched that movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so I feel like in my brain, that has, like, triggered me to be terrified. Mm. Who knows? What if you're allergic? You don't know, right? If you've never seen that movie, by the way, a oh. uh, little girl dies, right? Because she was allergic to stings. It's so sad, but it's a fantastic movie. Ah, okay. <laughs> Love that movie. <laughs> little girl dies, but it's, it's, it's no, okay. No, no, it's sad. Elephants are afraid of bees. Mm-hmm. You can win $1,000 in 60 seconds on Move 100. Play the $1,000 Minute with Aaron and Peter. Mornings at 8 on Move 100. If you are having an argument with your partner, have you ever thought of dimming the lights? Mm. <laughs> you should do that. <laughs> Social science experiments shows that arguments are shorter or maybe they don't even happen at all. If the lights are dimmed. Yeah. I mean, it's hard... If you can see the person right in front of you and the lights are all bright and everything, I, I can see that. I can see why that happens. I uh, mean, you just feel a little bit better if the mood is right. We discussed yesterday my hatred towards bright Overhead lights. lights. Yeah. So if I just walked into a room with bright lights, we would be fighting immediately. If Renee dimmed, I'd be happy. Hmm. So this is this is where this I is fall into this category. Sure, right. Renee could dim the lights for me and it's all good. Humor sometimes works and sometimes goes the other way depends on the level of the argument i find do you do, is that what you do i try i try occasionally and um i don't even try i don't set out to say okay i'm gonna make this a funny thing 
Uh, but it, depending on the level of the argument, yeah, it's like, this is not funny. It can be dangerous. Is that supposed to be funny? Yeah, you need to be taking this seriously. Quit joking around. Right. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to really, really, like, read her mood. Or it's either, okay, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry about that, or... You have no sense of humor. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what it is. So that doesn't oh, work. Man. All right. So maybe we can help each other out okay. this morning. Do you have a way to kind of de-escalate fighting with your partner? Maybe it can just prevent the argument from going anywhere at all. Because you got a way to distract them or a way to make them immediately happy. I am sure we're going to hear as well from people who say, oh, we never argue. <laughs> I don't trust you. I don't, I don't trust. If you tell me that you don't argue, what? Come on. I know. There are things that you disagree about and what? You just don't argue it about might not, them? It doesn't have to be a full-on fight where you're screaming. And, no. Nobody no. wants that. But. Gee, little arguments, that counts, right? That counts. Don't tell me you don't argue. Don't even lie. <laughs> don't lie to us. <laughs> so how do you de-escalate an argument with your partner when things start to get tense? Mm. What's your go-to to kind of avoid that situation? Mornings with Aaron and Peter. On Move 100. Hello. Join the show anytime at 451-1313. We're talking about arguments. Arguments with your partner and the way you de-escalate if somebody's got some great ideas about how to de-escalate arguments I because we found one dim the lights that actually works yeah. right i don't want to always be the person who has to be right but right. i know myself yes and it's just that when my mind when i when my mindset is set to something it's hard for me to change my mind on something mm -hmm. but you say you're like that too i'm like that too i don't see it though oh you know i i i am somebody who always i i always do want to be right but you're good at backing down even when you know that you're not right. I realize I've told myself over the many, many years that um, there is no actual right. Right. I mean, right. <laughs> <laughs> There's no, I mean, in an argument or there actually is no right. I know, but you're good. Like, I'm I'm just assuming by my experience with you that with if you and your wife are in an argument, I can see you being the one to say, okay, you know. Oh, yeah, it takes okay. a while. What I've actually gotten good at <laughs> is not is not lengthening lengthening the time out that it takes for me to say, okay, look, you're right. Right. Okay. Because, <laughs> I got to stop saying right. <laughs> <laughs> you're confusing me. I know, me because, too. <laughs> to, uh, from, from days, you know, back in the day, mm -hmm. it would take days before I finally said, you know, <laughs> You're right. Uh, <laughs> and now it's it's could be hours or minutes or seconds. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. Oh my God. Stop saying right. How often do I say right? Okay, you are going okay. to... You're going to have to, uh, I was going to say play a drinking game, but that would not work with you. Uh, you, you oh, no. You, I'd be on the floor by the end of the show. <laughs> anyway, there is no right. And mm. as soon as you realize that, uh, I think arguments can take a lot less time. It may not prevent them. But it may kind of cut down on the length of time before it gets to the part where you make up again. So preventing arguments, that's what we're, that's kind of what we're talking about this morning. If you have a way to de-escalate an argument with your partner, if, honestly, if Renee and I are into an argument, if I say anything about, all right, let's just, let's just get dinner going or let's just sit down and eat and we'll, mm. we'll do this later. She's like, okay. <laughs> she just, she needs like, if I mention food or anything, the argument's over, and we'll talk about it later. 
I so literally will food? distract her with dinner. Oh, is that what you're saying? I'll distract her with dinner. Just, like, if I don't want to have the conversation, you know what? Uh-huh. Let's just sit down and have dinner, and we'll we'll finish talking oh, about well, this later. Good. And she's like, okay. And then she's happier because she's eaten. She's not hangry anymore. It's perfect. No, no, no. That's actually good. You it kind works. of the, the 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 bait and switch yeah. thing. Or get her a snack. <laughs> Mid right. argument. I know we're screaming at each she's other. She's gonna be happier. But let me get you some cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I swear it works. First text in this morning says, "Just walk away." Mm, does that work? I mean, no. aren't you on the other side saying, don't you walk away? Yeah. We've got something to talk about We're not here. solving anything here. I don't know. Maybe that works. Another text says putting your phone down. There's nothing worse than being in an argument with somebody uh, and they could they they could have cared less. Right. So And they're scrolling through Facebook. You are the least important thing in this relationship at this You're moment. like, look at me in my eyeballs <laughs> when I speak to you. Before I throw the phone oh across gosh. the room and it's out so the window. True. It's so um, true. Exercise, this text says. Well, you know, there is something to that. I mean. <laughs> yeah. Stop the argument. Let's go for a quick <laughs> jaw. Yeah, yes. right. Come on. Let's do Who some lunges. Exercise? Some squats right now. Who said and I'm sure, that? No, but I'm, I think that's one person that might be saying, I'm going to I'm going to project myself on this, saying if you're feeling oh, like in I a see. bad mood. I see. Go get some exercise yeah. yourself. And when you come back, you you're know. You're better. Yeah, and you've given yourself some time to think. Time to think. Oh, yeah. I do that all the time. If you don't take that time to think. The argument might never end. Yeah. But you get all that bad energy out, right? Like you can you can take all that energy out when you're working out. Even to go for a walk. Go mm. for a walk. You're going to come back feeling better. Yeah. But it is hard to explain to your partner who doesn't want to do that and wants to continue arguing. Can we just put this on pause for an hour so I can go outside? I'm going to think <laughs> about what you just said. Yeah, exactly. And what I just said. And I'll let you know who's right. Oh, my goodness. Coming back. All right. De-escalating a fight. If you have a way that you've done this with your partner, we want to hear all about it. Annette, good morning. Hi. I had something that I did one time, and my husband just burst out laughing. Ooh. I, was, I was really kind of pissed at him, and I thought, I don't have time for this. And I fell on my knees and pretended I was crying, saying, I'm sorry I wronged you. I'm <laughs> such a bad wife. I'm so sorry. And he just roared, and it was gone. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, that's actually pretty brilliant. That's right. Just make a, just show him how ridiculous, ridiculous the whole thing is. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, man. <laughs> I love anyway. that. Thank you, Nat. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Mornings on Move 100. Connect with Aaron and Peter. Text 124-7. Scotty, you've got one final amazing idea how to de-escalate fights with your partner or coworkers, whatever. Because um, keeping eye contact is important, Mm -hmm. uh, instead of walking, you should moonwalk away. (laughs) (laughs) And then... Moonwalk away, and then when you get to the light switch, just shut it off and then run. <laughs> Moonwalk away, turn the lights off, and run. If you could do a little spin just as you get into the light switch, that's probably the best way. Oh, my but, gosh. You took the time to yeah. learn that so you could you know, implement your, your idea in an actual argument. <laughs> I think you deserve to win every time. I am going to try. I'm good at moonwalking. I can moonwalk. Oh, I can moonwalk. So I'm going to. You'll never lose another argument. Oh, I'm going to pull this off so well. (laughs) Mornings on Move 100. Connect with Aaron and Peter. Text 124-7. Mornings with Aaron and Peter on Move 100. I want you to know.
What's trending? Best news ever. Matea Roach is returning to Jeopardy. Okay. We all needed a little more Matea in our lives, didn't we? That could not have been the <laughs> end of her run. So this is a new Jeopardy spinoff show called Jeopardy Masters. Now, the show will pit six recent super champs against each other. So along with Matea, you can expect to see people like Amy Schneider and Matt Amodio. Uh, a different combination of competitors will play two high-stakes game in each hour-long episode. Ken Jennings will be hosting the show. We just don't have a start date for the show just yet, but we are so excited to have Matea back on our TV screen. We need more Matea Roach on Jeopardy. Always. Hey, you may have heard everything you need to know about Prince Harry's Spare, the book that everybody's reading right now, but a couple weird facts about Harry that aren't making headlines. He does his own laundry. Aww. When he was living on the grounds of Ken- Kensington Palace, you'd think that he'd have people doing this for him. Uh, nope, he did his own laundry along with his own chores, cooking, and food shopping. Wow. He's just like us. He's just like us. He once dressed up as a chicken for his stag, and his friends shot fireworks at him in a chicken suit. He's just like us. <laughs> and he once smoked basil <laughs> leaves thinking it was marijuana. Oh, Harry. He was sitting around a fire on one of his safari trips with his brother, smelled marijuana in the air, and asked the locals for some. They all looked around at each other and went, uh... <laughs> And rolled him up a basil leaf joint. <laughs> and he smoked it. Yeah, the, somebody saying, I'm not going to be the one that gets <laughs> Prince Harry stoned. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so there you go. Now you know everything you need to know. Hey, and Cineplex is giving away free popcorn across Canada next week. Now, this is for National Popcorn Day, which is happening a week from today, next Thursday, the 19th. And they're going to be offering all Scene Plus members a free small popcorn if you buy a movie ticket. Okay, wait, wait, wait. It's the 19th? That's yeah. Thursday? So go see Avatar or something. Yeah. And you'll get a free small popcorn. If you don't feel like going to the movies, you can order something from Cineplex on Skip the Dishes or Uber Eats, and they'll throw in a free small popcorn for you. So order pretzel bites or something and then you'll get a free popcorn <laughs> and that is what's trending this morning on move 100 check in at move 100 halifax.ca and see what you can win right on okay so question for you do you round up when you fill your car with gas you're not asking me in particular you're asking everybody everybody right? okay go on i thought this was something that everybody did mm. and i've done this my entire life until mm, yesterday <laughs> stop right there just for a second so if you are at, um, I don't know, you put $50.10 in, yeah. you will go to 51 Yeah, so $50.10, and then it pops. Like, you get that first click because your first tank click. is full. Mm-hmm. I can't, there's something in my brain that won't let it stay at $50.10. It's got to round up to $51. You have to be filled to the maximum. You can't go any higher so you'll take it to the next. I just need an even number. An even number. And okay. I don't know why I care about that because when I dollars and 10 cents is not <laughs> No, it's it's got to be even rounded. Enough. It's got to be rounded okay. more for not me. E- and I don't know why I care because when I use my debit everywhere else, I'm not like, "Hey, can you round it up to the like I do I do not care." Right. But it's okay. just something I've always done. All Anyways. Right, so go on. I fill my tank the other day and I uh did that exact thing. I rounded up. But it was one of the situations where it was like 50 bucks, 10 cents. I had a, I had a while to go once it was already clicking once and it was full. You had to work at it. Yeah, so I forced it in there and everything was fine. I drive away. It's all good. Anyways, I, I, I parked my car in our, in, our, in our underground parking lot and a few hours I go back downstairs to get in my car and go somewhere and I'm like, is it just me or does 
my car just reek of gasoline. Mm. It reeked of gas. And I'm thinking, okay, maybe I made a little bit of a spill. I don't know what's going on. I go do my shopping. I park again. Was it all on the outside or I, was I any on the inside? Both. It smelled like gas out in everywhere. So everywhere smelled okay. like gas. Go ahead. So I go do my errands. I come back. I park my car. I go upstairs, whatever. Renee goes down. She's like, ah, the whole parquet just reeks of gas. And I was like, you know, I feel like that might be my car. Because I noticed it when I, after I gassed up, it was, you know, it was reeking. And she's like, I think I got to take your car, park it outside. It doesn't smell good. It was a big ordeal. Our super was getting calls about the gasoline. It was my, it was my fault. And then, so then I'm thinking, why does it reek of gas? And I thought, hmm, I did force that extra bit of a fill up once my tank was already full. I wonder if that could have done it. So I get on Google, of course, and I'm like, is it bad <laughs> to force more gas in your tank once it's already clicked off the pump that it's full? And there's all these articles, never, ever, ever do that. It can be really bad for your car and blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, okay, I've been driving for 17 years and I've been doing this. Why am I just figuring out that this is not okay? It's not that I want to get a little bit of extra gas in there so I don't have to gas up so soon. I just wanted to round it out. I didn't think it'd be that big of a deal. But it turned out it was a pretty big deal. Yeah. Because once it got inside the garage, maybe... Everybody. My my super said he got like 40 calls. People wow. complaining about how stinky Ooh. it was down there. And so anyways, it was fine. I took it outside and we left it there for a day and then it's it's gone. Yeah. So it's not a big deal. So I've heard that, that, you know, you shouldn't fill it up to the very maximum. I didn't know that. Good. I thought everybody did that. For more than half of your life now, you've been driving yeah. and you hadn't hadn't heard that. Is is it just because it spills out? Like, I still don't really understand what happens there. I'm going to have to look that yeah. up because one thing one thing that does happen is that even in, in the wintertime when it's cold, I think you actually get, is it less gas or more gas? Because, I mean, what, it sounds like what happened is you went inside and maybe the gas expanded a little bit. I maybe I may have a... <laughs> You, you, what you're saying to me, I don't, I don't even, I'm not processing any of it. But I, to answer your question, do I do that? No, I don't fill it up to the top. I don't round up because I always get my gas at some place where I'm getting a discount of some sort. And I mean, I feel like I'm getting ripped off if I'm paying full price for gas and I don't get three cents off, oh. six cents off or something like that. So it's never going to make any difference. If I rounded it up to $71 or $70, when I get my receipt, it's still going to say, you know, sixty nine thirty two. How are you getting a discount? Oh, oh, I can I, tell you that. Tell me. I mean, I'm just, when it comes to vehicles and gassing, I don't care. Petro I don't Canada, know. you link your RBC cards. To, oh, I to see, Petro I see. Canada. You get three with cents your off. Okay. If you go to a Shell station, you get three cents off with, uh, what is it? Three cents off with CAA and three cents off. With air miles as well, I think, something like that. So you end mm. up getting six cents off a, a liter. And suddenly you feel like, ha, hold you gas company. <laughs> I just got my gas for a dollar forty-one. Dicking it to the man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so anybody listening that always rounded up when you were gassing up, it, it clicked, your, your pump clicked off because your tank was full. Mm -hmm. but, but for whatever reason, you got to round up. You got to mm -hmm. make it to an even Number. I got to know if I'm the only one who does this. Mornings with Aaron and Peter on Move 100. Join the show anytime at 451-1313. A couple of questions. What happens if you go, like, you're trying to get an even number, but it goes two cents over? 
then I would probably round up to like the 50. Oh, okay. Very I would good. probably go like halfway. Okay. So Aaron does this. A lot of other people do this. I've got one more question for you. Mm-hmm. You filled up your car to the fullest, fullest you could possibly fill it. Yeah. And, and then uh, when you got to your parking garage, people were complaining about the fuel smell, <laughs> right? So did you go directly from the service station to your parking garage? Yeah. You did? Oh, yeah. Okay. So here's a theory. Here's a thought that probably happened. Uh, in the cold, and, you know, it's, it's January, uh, the, the gas actually shrinks a little bit. So that once you got into your parking garage... It expanded a little bit because it's a heated garage. Uh-huh. And maybe it took a few minutes, maybe it took a few hours, but the gas has got to go somewhere. If it's right up to the cap, the gas had to go somewhere, so it literally spilled out. But where did it go? I, like, when I pulled away, once I drove away again, I looked at the floor, the concrete floor, just to see if it was wet. Yes. Maybe I had a leak somewhere. And it was completely dry. Okay, but also gas kind of, uh, I want to say vaporizes, evaporates very oh. quickly as well. <laughs> Do I know anything? I'm, you know, I'm just <laughs> making this blank up. No, I'm not yeah. making it up. That that part's true about gas being like 1% smaller for every 15 degrees Fahrenheit or whatever. That's what I was just reading. So we drove it right back to your, your, your yeah. parking garage and it expanded and it spilled out. So... I've been doing this my whole life of driving. Mm-hmm. I've always rounded up, and then this is the first time that I've really like had an issue with the smell of gasoline, and it caused big drama in my building, and it was the whole thing. So I'm just wondering, have you always done this? Doesn't everybody do this? I thought it was a thing. Uh, Thomas, good morning. I always round up. So let's say you're at, like I said, $50.10. You'll go to 51 Yep. And so you- we did that with Dan's car, and because his car is so full of sensors, it put a sensor, I guess we drowned the oxygen sensor with gas, and so now we have to bring it in and have to replace the sensor. Oh, my God. And how much would that cost? Well, luckily it's under warranty. Uh. But they're like, um, did you overgas it? I'm like, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not telling you yet. I know. I think I know what I did, but I'm not going to tell you. So do you but, do- yeah, I used to take... My last Mazda, I would pump an extra four bucks in. What? I just sit there, rock the car a little. I wanted to know how much it would take. God, no. Oh, my Lanta. Do you still, you don't do it anymore now that you've wrecked a sensor, right? No, not in his car, but I still round mine up. <laughs> I've been driving for probably almost as long as you've been alive, and yeah. I round up. Okay, well, not alone. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Thomas. And another text, same thing. Don't round up after your tank clicks. This can cause issues with the fuel and emissions control system. Learn from my expensive mistake. Okay, but look at all the text saying, Aaron, I've done this my entire life. Yeah, absolutely. So many people have are texting in to say the same thing, that they've always done this. So where do you stand on this issue with gassing up your vehicle? Are you, are you filling it to the brim just to get an even number on the pump? And if so, have you had an issue because of that? Uh, this text, you're talking about people getting, you know, having lots of feelings about this, I feel like this is the case with this all-cap text, all uh, text we just got. Don't round up. There are signs at the gas station stating such. There are? I guess. I've never seen... Where are these... See, if I read that sign, I'd go, oh, oops. I'm never doing that again, Pro- said Aaron. Probably. <laughs> this text, I think this is a really good point. I think that rounding up comes from the days when we were all paying in cash. 
you were running into the gas station with a 20 or maybe $40. Yeah. No one wanted change back from a gas tank that was filled to $38.22. That's what I think this this came from because, you know, I, I remember paying for my gas and cash all the time. You don't want that change, right? right? So you're just trying to make it even and easy for yourself. But now everyone's paying with debit or credit. So who cares if it's an even number or not? Right. I mean, it makes no difference A nice to you rounded number. Part. Yeah. Uh, Texas, I round up to the liter number versus the cash number. Oh. Because like Peter, I always buy with a discount and usually get five cents off per liter. Okay. Well, right, now so, I'm going to be paying attention to that and trying to round up well, that. And number. I do that. I actually take it up to the next liter. Oh, you do? Right, because I'm thinking if I'm getting six cents off per liter, then you got to make it to the. T- I'm going to make it to, to the, the next, next liter. liter. <laughs> I'm going to get my six what cents. What is wrong with us? <laughs> <laughs> and this text, Aaron, Philip, what is this concept you're speaking of? I mean, I am glad to say that. I'm not the only one. Yeah. I honestly felt like a bit of a dum-dum because I'm thinking, okay, I just disturbed everybody in my building. Everybody. I mean, a lot of people do that. Yeah. Fill it up and, you know, (laughs) because we don't want to spend time out in the cold filling up. So we're going to fill it up as much as we can. So it'll take a little longer to get to the next time we have to fill up. 100%. So anybody listening just has done this their entire lives, not knowing it was wrong. And uh, it's a perfect example of, of that. We just got a message from Don saying it's almost a game to see if I can get it bang on, but no more. And she asks, where are these signs at the gas station that uh, you speak of, uh, the ones that tell you not yeah. to overfill? And then Don says, "I." she asked her husband if he rounded up and he looked at me bewildered, she says, and said, do you do that? <laughs> I love how he's just realizing. And then he proceeded to give me Peter-like advice. (laughs) (laughs) See, Don, we're all learning together. (laughs) Tanya also messaged us and said, I believe there's a little note on your gas door saying not to overfill. You honestly think I've ever looked at that and thought, Huh. <laughs> I wonder what that instruction says. I don't know. Ah, Scotty, good morning. Uh, with me, back in the old days, with some of the cars I used to drive, you always filled it right to the top because once the smell of gas went away, you knew where the hole was. <laughs> Whether it was in the spout or the top of the tank. Yeah. I had a gas. I had a car once, Scotty, that I could only fill halfway up because the top of the tank was rusted out and the gas would just slosh over into the road. So you would just willy nilly guess when to stop? Well, if it was empty, I knew, okay, I'll put in 15 bucks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, I had the same thing. My grandfather would say, you know, if you kept it full, it wouldn't rust out. I'm like, well, okay, Mr. Moneybag. Yeah, seriously. But at least you, you would leave. I called it spreading the love because of all the little rainbow drops I would leave every There day. you oh, go. Yes. Love that. Mornings <laughs> yeah. with Aaron and Peter on Move 100. Join the show anytime at 451-1313. Mornings on Move 100 with Aaron and Peter. It's time to win some money. Let's play the $1,000 Minute. We have Twyla White playing this morning. Twyla, how are you? I'm good. <laughs> you got your daughter you- there helping you out? Yeah. She's just thinking how she can spend the money. Ah, wow. there you go. So we got to get you the 1000 bucks this morning. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Twyla. Well, here you go. You get one minute on the clock, 10 questions. Get them all right. You'll win $1,000. If not, we'll give you 10 bucks for each correct answer that you give us. 
Twyla, if you don't know the answer to something, just say pass. If there's time, we'll come back to it. But the moment you give us an answer, that is what counts. You can't take it back, okay? Okay. Okay, Twyla White, your $1,000 minute on move starts now. Twyla, what department store rewarded customers with Club Z points? Zellers. What seabird found in Nova Scotia is nicknamed the sea parrot? The um, seagull. True or false, drivers kill more deer every year than do hunters. True. What bird lays the smallest eggs? Hummingbird. Where in Nova Scotia will you find the Seal Island Bridge? Cape Breton. What type of alcohol is made from fermented molasses? Rum. What is the Roman numeral for the number 100? What province will host the 2023 North American Indigenous Games this summer? Pass. What performer will headline the Super Bowl halftime show next month? Rihanna. What arcade game involved helping a frog safely cross? And the Indigenous Games 2023 this summer, what province? BC. That is 10 questions, Twyla. Okay, Twyla. (laughs) Yes. 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 I know. You actually did pretty good. Let's go through the questions. Club Z points. We're at Zellers. Uh, Drivers do kill more deer every year than hunters do. Hummingbirds lay the smallest eggs. Cape Breton is where you'll find Seal Island Bridge. Rum is made from fermented molasses. The Roman numeral for 100 is C. Rihanna will headline the Super Bowl halftime show. Frogger is the, the arcade game to get the frog across the road. Two questions here that you missed, Twyla. Okay. The seabird founded Nova Scotia, nicknamed the sea parrot, is the puffin. Not the seabird. Nope. Okay. And not BC. It's actually Nova Scotia that's going to be hosting the 2023 North American (laughs) Indigenous Games this summer. All right. Twyla, you, you were what? close. I feel better that it was eight and not nine. Yeah. Nine would have just killed me. Oh, <laughs> nine is tough. But okay. 80 bucks for you, Twyla. Pretty good this morning. No, that's, I think, the best I've done so yeah. far. Or no, I might have gotten eight once before. Okay. Here, so. so a note to future This is players. like my fifth time playing. Oh, you. you're lucky. You get yeah. through. Yeah. I take it yeah. you listen to our podcast for that last question? I do, uh, every morning. There yes. you go. Be like Twyla. Yes. Check out our daily podcast. Every day yes. we'll give you the answer to question number 10 for the next day's game. Yep. Twyla, 80 bucks. congratulations. You hang on the Thank line you. for us, okay? Thanks. All right, thanks, Twyla. Another chance to win 1000 bucks. This is going to be your money tomorrow when you play the $1,000 minute at 8 o'clock on Move 100. Aaron and Peter getting your day moving. Everybody was moving, grooving. Today's best variety. Move 100. I am so lucky everything always works out for me. Say it with me now. Okay, what? I I, am am, so lucky. I am so lucky. Everything always works out for me. Everything always works out for me? This is called lucky girl syndrome, and it has taken over the internet. It's when you assume everything is going to work out in your favor. And people claim when you start saying that to yourself all day, every day, I am so lucky. Everything always works out for me. Somehow it is going to cause good things to come your way. Your life will start to change when you start saying this to yourself. And this called lucky girl syndrome? Lucky girl syndrome. Now, Mm -hmm. you may have seen this on socials already. It's all over TikTok. 
And their sto- people are sharing their stories. When they started reciting this to themselves, they're sharing how their lives have changed. One girl went into a nail salon. There was somebody there that recognized her as their kid's teacher. When she went to go pay for her nails, her nails were paid for. Everything was done. Just little things like that in life. When you start telling yourself, I am so lucky, everything always works out for me. Good things are going to happen. It might be more of a shift in the way that you think, but I love this. I do love it too. And this is the very first time that I'm hearing about it, but I, I believe it. And it's not so much that just by saying those words, I am so lucky, everything always works out for me, mm-hmm. that um, it's not just by saying those words, but it's it's the attitude. It's the it's the mindset that you bring into the situation. It's because, positive thinking. You know, not everything is going to work out, but yeah. many times more things work out for you than, than don't. It doesn't explain some people's bad luck, but I also believe that negative thoughts mm-hmm. bring... Negative situations. That's negative. why I, I I just love this because you're you're bringing in the positive thoughts. You're going to have a positive outcome. Mm-hmm. I am so lucky. Everything always works out for me. When I first heard this, I was sending this to like all my girlfriends. I'm like, we got to start living by this new saying because this is actually going to change our lives. 2023 is the year of positivity, and good things are going to happen. Do you find ever ever you're speaking to yourself, saying words, talking to yourself, and saying negative things? You know, all the time. Right? All the time. And when I find myself doing that, if I catch myself doing that, I will push that out because that's just that's just harmful. Mm. It's harmful to yourself. Yeah. So negative thoughts, negative outcomes, yeah. positive thoughts, positive outcomes. I am so lucky. Yeah. Everything's everything, gonna work out. For everything me. always works out for me. Yeah. Say it to yourself. Start your day feeling good. The 90-minute workday kickoff. Feel so good. Stop music. Nobody plays more music. Move 100. It's Aaron and Peters. Move morning mind bender. Happy National Stick to Your Resolution Day. Oh, great. And why again was it National Resolution Day? Because this is a point when many of us just... Yeah, we're almost halfway through the month, so, you know. Right. We're giving up. Okay, so (laughs) if your resolution was to lose some weight, good luck and avoid this food. Here's your mind bender question. This is the number one diet-breaking food. This is the one food, the number one diet-breaking food. We want to know what you think it is. Okay, call us with your guess, 451-1313, or text in your guess right now to 100-247. Okay, a couple texts to start here. Uh, donuts. This text from Bridgewater. Got to be donuts? Nope, nope. not donuts. Uh, pop! Does that count? Well, no, it's not a food, but it's, okay. it's not the one anyway. No. All right, we'll take some calls. Uh, good morning, move your guests. Has to be bread. Oh, yeah. I am so with you on that one. <laughs> yeah, homemade bread with melted butter. Any bread, mm. give yeah. it to me. No, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Okay, bye. Hi, move your guests. Alcohol. Ooh. Um, it, that's not a part of the food group. But thank you. <laughs> I mean, it could be. <laughs> thank you. Okay. Thanks, if you freeze bye. it, yeah. I don't like beer. That's a meal, right? It's a meal in itself. The tall boys, oh, for sure. All good. High move, your guess. Sorry, was it ice cream? It is not ice cream, but thank you. High move. Mine's potato chips. Potato chips. Yeah, that's got to be up there, but it is not the number one diet-breaking food. Thank you. 
Okay, the amount of texts that are still rolling in. Beer, 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 <laughs> beer, alcohol, beer. Yeah. No. And, and lots for potato chips as well. Ooh, Linda says birthday cake. Nope. Jeez, we don't have it? We don't have it? That's very specific, but it's not the one. It's the number one diet-breaking food. What do you think it is? It's Chinese food. Chinese. Ah. You can't say no to Chinese food. That was kind of like it's a, it's a, it could be a special treat for a lot of people, right? You it's, get Chinese on your birthday yeah. or New Year's Eve. It's or, our New Year's Eve thing yeah. for us. Yeah. I can tell you what I had. It was at the Great Wall, mm. and it was uh, the number 13 combination plate. Uh, almond guide ding, sweet and sour chicken, chicken fried rice, egg roll. Okay, what's your favorite dish, though? Almond guide ding. Mm, I'm, a, I'm a ginger beef gal. I love ginger beef. So many choices. And it's like, oh, just this once. Yeah. Why not, not right? Gonna hurt you. <laughs> and that's why it's the number one diet-breaking huh. food. Okay, what food is it that you absolutely cannot pass up? Maybe you're trying to stick to a strict diet. But if somebody says, here, have some of this... You can't say no. For yeah. me, it's pizza. Mm. I am the pizza queen. If I'm on a diet, if I'm watching what I'm eating, if someone's like, here's a slice, I'm taking it. Again, the number one answer is like, it's going to break your diet is Chinese food. But when the caller was just mentioning bread. Oh, bread too. <laughs> homemade bread, toasted, mm. butter. I mean, come on. It, how can you say no to that? No, I don't think so. No <laughs> thanks. No, you keep your bread. Yeah, no way. Never miss a moment of Aaron and Peter on Move 100 Halifax. Listen weekdays 530 to 10 and follow their podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.